oceans. Two oceans will begin. Uh, on Wednesdays, they do like a fair factor competition. You can win like t-shirts and um, hats oh, yeah. and spot prices. I can smell like, werewolves. Like, we were just about to walk past a werewolf, so some shit might go down. Look out, guys. Don't catch fleas. What's that, mate? Fika. Sorry, what? Keep going. Keep walking. Keep what? We heard walking. that, mate. We've got sensitive hearing. Have you? Yeah. Oh, are you filming? It's a music guys, video, is it? We don't want any trouble. Well, I do. You, why did you start it? Have I got your heckles up? Huh? Why don't you go smell your own crotches, huh? Oh, come on, what are you talking about? We don't smell our own crotches, we smell each other's crotches and it's a form of greeting. You're on camera, yeah. mate. Don't, don't do what? it. What? It's okay, because I know this guy. It's Count Fagula. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 don't swear. Sorry, they... they yeah. We're werewolves. Not swearing. What are we? Werewolves, we're not swearwolves. Oh, no, it's, it's a very offensive word to call people. Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and talented colleague, Scrumpy, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we'll be continuing our Halloween horror series and finishing our walkthrough of horror genres. This is the Two Oceans Podcast, and so put on your sunglasses, don't obey, and relax as we begin Episode 7. Seven already. Seven steps to heaven. Seven minutes to heaven. <laughs> yeah, maybe some people wished it was only seven minutes. <laughs> I'll make you wish it's seven minutes, lady. Uh, <laughs> Let's bring up Howard the Duck again. <laughs> um, yeah, it looks like you've watched a lot of horror movies this week. I've, I've watched two, two this week, but they're both <laughs> two? new ones that I, I hadn't seen before, so... Why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead and lead off? What's what, what's new? Uh, well, the first one I watched was um, uh, Crimes of the Future, uh, David Cronenberg's yeah. latest, um, which I have not seen yet. Which I mean, the interesting thing, and I, I didn't know this until after I'd watched it, is he'd written it at about the same time as he wrote Existens back in the nineties. And it definitely feels that way. It feels like a, 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 a sort of classic um, Cronenberg. Um, and, and it, you know, overall, it was very, very good. Uh, the performance is solid. Um, it is quite gory. Um, it is it's David Cronenberg, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You know what you get when you buy the ticket. Um, but Kirsten Stewart has one of the most awful performances I've ever seen. Um, I mean, she can be good. Like she can, this is, this is, she gets a lot of grief, right. And, you know, because of the twilight thing and understandably so, Mm. but Mm. uh, that she's very wooden or something like that. But I think she's played it to her advantage. And even like, uh, what was it? There was a Christmas movie or something like that, or Thanksgiving movie. I saw her in that wasn't bad. And she was good in it. Like, I'm like, Oh uh, yeah. Having never watched the twilight films and never will, uh, I couldn't really, uh, you know, I didn't have that same animosity or such, but I could see where she could just be kind of uh, a bit of a, a stick in the mud, so to speak. 
I mean, she, she just goes from, from one extreme to the other because, um, mm. I mean, I saw Spencer over the summer, the princess Diana one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she was very good in that. Um, the movie wasn't great, but, but, you know, her performance was good, but in, in this, it's so over the top. I mean, it's, it's, it's Jared Leto school of acting here, you know? Um, and it, it, it's painful. It, it's cause everyone's giving such a really natural performance uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. And she has this almost caricature. It's almost like out of a, uh, you know, a comedy sketch. Uh, it's, it's so bad and so jarring. Um, and it, it, it doesn't let up. Like, like every time she, she comes onto the screen, it's, it's, it's like someone shrieking. It's, it's really difficult to kind of stomach. Um, more, seen, more. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, Mark Kermode was asking, you know, um, was she doing it on purpose? You know, what was it? Was it meant to be that way? Because right. it, it's kind of inexplicable. Uh, but Vigo Mortensen, Oh, absolutely awesome and Leia Seydoux is 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 really really good and some sporting actors as well that I I, I vaguely recognize from other things but haven't really sort of mm-hmm. seen uh have parts as big as they've had in this movie but it's it's, it's a really good it's an interesting one it's nothing new I'll say that okay it's nothing new which which isn't a surprise because it was written you know way back in the yeah the nineties. Um, but I remember going to see Existence and it almost feels like an extension of that movie. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how about the you? other any, any oh, the other movie that I watched this week, I am going to have to think about that. Um oh, <laughs> oh uh is one of your recommendations. Um uh, bah, 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 uh that's a long list. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> I'm going to have to go to our spreadsheet um, because there's so many movies with a title very similar to this one. Um, how about if you uh, uh, talk about one of your standouts? Well, it's going to start looking at uh, looking through what I've done here. Is it most recent back to back a week? Uh, yeah. Here, um, um, uh, back when we talked about the the remakes thing, watch the the latest version of scream yeah which is you know scream is a uh a meta for horror movies well this is a meta of meta horror movies for meta horror movies <laughs> it's kind of the inception of meta yeah, horror movies. It, totally uh, but it works it works it really well okay. they're they're, oh, they're smart they're, they're uh um what they speak to uh you know they broaden it out a bit socially in terms of um what they're going for, the way the older characters are included is smart. Like a lot of it's clever and it's never clever beyond its own goodness. Uh, like it doesn't try to be smarter than it is. It stays really contained. And I like it when a movie does that. It's really well worth watching. If you're a fan of the original scream movie uh, in any way, shape or form, I never watched any of the sequels and they, that's kind of the things they talk about in it. It's like the sequels are terrible. You know, uh, that whole thing and that argument of, of, uh, uh, well, kind of what we're getting at, right? Online critique and the, the values or negative values of, uh, can be associated with that. So it's 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 surprisingly smart. Watch that one. But um, uh, I watched a video uh, from some other channel that I, I get some recommendations from in terms of other stuff. Uh, but they said like, uh, oh, the top werewolf movies you, you might not have seen or, you know, well, they don't say might. And I always hate that. Right. Like, you know, the top things you missed. Well, don't. 
you know, say may have missed, you know, you may have gotten, <laughs> give us some credit here. But um, it was this one called Late Phases or Night of the Wolf, which oh. was uh, a 90s or uh, no, 2014, sorry, just has that kind of 90s feel. Uh, Dark Sky Production, Larry Fessenden is one of the producers and he's in it for a brief role uh, as well. Um, werewolf movie uh, that's pretty, I hadn't heard of, flew, totally flew under my radar. It's actually pretty good. Uh, but one thing is Alex Guest from The Last Starfighter is one of the oh, mains. Wow. Has, uh, T- wow. Tina Louise shows up in it, like that Tina Louise. Right. Ginger, you know, uh, a few things like that. You're just kind of like, huh. But basically it's an old uh, 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 a retired army vet who's blind goes in this community and there's a werewolf stalking the community and um but it plays it really sharp and it's it's good and low budget but uh uh but it keeps uh tom noonan is in it as well and i watched wolfen last night forgot he was in that as well uh like that guy gets all around um uh but it's it's surprisingly fun it's 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 you know surprisingly well done little werewolf movie what what is the title of that one again? So late phases uh, or night of the wolf. It has both, and some of them it has late phases colon night of the wolf, or it's night of the wolf colon late phases. It's like you know whatever the distributor decide to slap on it. I think you can find it online more as night of the wolf, but it's like 2014. I want to say. Okay, yeah, I found it here. Yeah, um, the perfection. That's a Netflix produced one uh, with. Uh, was it Allison Williams, the gal from uh, was the girlfriend in Get Out, in the lead role, and it start, starts yeah out thinking it's one thing, and then it changes like you think it's going to be more Black Swan, and then it goes a totally different direction. But I think well, uh, it, it's pretty it's pretty well done what, uh, as well. What's the premise of that one is it- it's more uh, so uh, the perfection is that uh, she's this cellist uh, at this very prestigious very prestigious school uh, as a kid, but then she has to leave because her mom's dying. And so she kind of has to abandon, give up all the fame and everything she's worked for. And there's a new project, you know, someone new basically who took her place now. And so it's uh, coming together there. She's kind of coming back into the lives of the people that run it. It's like Stephen Weber is the patriarch of this little school and uh, you know, kind of like ultra perfection sort of thing. Um, without giving too much more away, basically how they then interact and deal with the past and hmm. uh, what uh, that woman went through kind of becomes the core. I can't get, speak too much more about it without really ruining it. Uh, okay. The hell that sounds so, good. Actually, uh, you mentioned Tom Noonan there. Um, so Tom Noonan was in the film that I watched this week. It was uh, Ty West's The House of the Devil. House Which of I think the Devil. You watched recently as well. I did not recently, but oh, I, you didn't. I no, you mentioned I probably referenced it recently, like, yeah. yeah, because of T West, yeah, yeah, or Ty West. Yeah. I don't know how you say it. And then, yeah, I'm not sure either. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty surprised. Oh, House of the Greta, Devil was fantastic. Greta Gerwig <laughs> in there too. Um, oh yeah, and uh, yeah, I, 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 he, he's great at sticking to the landing. Uh, I, I find in his movies, and some of his movies are quite understated as well i don't know if you've seen the innkeepers as well mm-hmm. yep. um quite enjoyed that that again that was i even low-key. sat through his western which wasn't good right uh, uh valley of violence yes i i haven't i haven't um 
Yeah, I haven't. Seen <laughs> Don't <that>. bother. <laughs> Just save yourself some time. There's uh, Larry Fessenden shows up in that, so it's Toby Huss, and um, I mean John Travolta is the best performance in that movie, which hmm. that should tell you something. So, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. I did a uh, I did a uh, managed a Cronenberg double feature. I watched uh, Scanners, which I hadn't watched in forever. Wow, that was uh, uh, one of the. Uh, I, I think that there there were very notorious movies when we were kids. Yeah, that you you just heard wind of, um, and Scanners was one of them. Uh, and I just remember people in in grade school talking oh. about you know heads explode and blah. The, the head and, blows up uh, and it's in like the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like wow, where do you go from here? Oh, okay, you're gonna go. Okay, good for you. I mean, I, I do remember seeing a quite bad sequel to it back in the, the video mm-hmm. store days. Yes. Uh, but I paired that with uh, Possessor, which was done by his son, Cronenberg's mm. son, which uh, I had not seen. And that is excellent. Yeah, it's it does. I mean, you know, it's more psych and body horror, you know, kind of thing. Mm. And keeping very Cronenberg in line. Uh, the woman's an assassin that they enter into these... Uh, Basically, they find good, uh, good rooms, basically, to become somebody to take over them for to do their assassinating. And then they can just leave them. Right. Um, uh, until, of course, it all goes haywire. But yeah. it, it's, and, it, and it's how it goes haywire, but then why it goes haywire. You know, and that's a lot of what I, I like about, you know, Cronenberg's thing, too. There's a lot of getting at the why mm. the horror is there rather than the horror just being there saves it from yeah. that exploitation and it becomes something else. You know, again, I think it's the same thing. When I, we talked a little about David Lynch. Yeah. As well. And there's much more of that looking at environment, looking at context, looking at this. And then, and like, it may represent itself as funny or it may represent mm-hmm. itself as horror or it may represent mm-hmm. itself as violence or it may represent itself as this sweet little moment. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a lot more inclusive. I want to say, yeah. or smarter, smarter way of looking at it. No, I know what you mean. I mean, in Crimes of the Future as well, it's it's it 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 also has that sort of underpinning to it mm-hmm. um, sure. that that really kind of builds up all the way to the last minute of the movie. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. Um, I mean, if it come out like 20, 30 years ago, there would have been an uproar <laughs> around it. Yeah. But now it's like, bah, you know, yeah, <laughs> sure. anything goes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> World's ending. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and then uh the new uh the new hellraiser watched that when it came out yeah, uh, yeah i was, I was gonna try to watch it this week it just turned out to be uh too busy a week um how was that what are your thoughts i enjoyed it i thought it was fun i thought it it, it used it picked up on a lot of what made the original story and the original movie special but expanded well on it uh, it's not a remake, lot of the reviews it's a, it's a continuation am i is that right uh, ish. Or I mean, ish. Okay. It, it, kind 1. of. Five. You know, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. It, it's just because you know the puzzle boxes exist, and therefore, <clears throat> you know, there they are, kind of thing. You know, the the problem it runs into is that it's like being held up. The original's held up as to a, I think, an unfairly high standard, just because mm. it was unlike anything that had come previous, um, to it. And and I, I love the original, um but it didn't have the same impact for me that it did for a lot of horror fans who think like, well, you can't mess with it. You can't touch it. Any change, you know, now oh, you're just being woke. So now you have a female, <laughs> uh, 
lead uh, Cenobite, you know, this, this whole thing. And yeah. it's like, well, no, it's actually, the, it's, it's supposed to be beyond that. Right. That's the whole yeah. point. It's supposed to be yeah. beyond. So this is just being able to lean in it better. And anyway, uh, no, I thought it was good. Um, they did the, uh, without, it doesn't really spoil it. They did the same thing they did with the evil dead remake from uh, about eight years ago or so yeah. uh, with the uh, main character, your main narrator or, or antagon- uh, protagonist being uh, uh, dealing with some kind of form of addiction and trauma out of oh, that. I, that was and a good so move. they lean into that, which, which really does, especially, you know, uh, um, you know, this one thing always bugged me with the original Hellraiser. She gets pulled in because of her dad. And this right. one, they kind of go in, she goes in to save her brother uh, instead. So it's a different dynamic and it's a different, you know, when you're talking about the, that, that type of person and how you, you know, the impact addiction has on people around you. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I thought that was a, a deft turn. I liked it. I liked the performances The, um, you know, it kind of lands more in the line. Yeah. The evil dead remake or the, mm. the new Halloween that came out a few years ago. Interesting. Uh, it kind of has that same feel. Uh, in a lot of ways. Okay. So I enjoyed it. Well, well, I'm interested now. Um, oh, there you go. I, I, I think what I, what I enjoyed about the first movie and I, 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 I'm not one of those people that hold it up as like the, the standard that some people do. Um, <laughs> because I think where, where it was surprising for movies of that time is the first quarter of the movie almost feels like a Hitchcock, right? Mm-hmm. You yeah. Have the setup, right. She wants something in order to do it. She needs to kill people and it turned into something that that tonally was different than than other horror movies at the time and then it 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 goes off the rails a little bit in my mind uh further along love the cenobites love all that uh but but then becomes the exploitation rather right yeah yeah and it certainly did in the sequels as well oh yeah got work although i enjoyed the second one too i think the first and second you could kind of hold together as a single yeah yeah I, so, because you know the uh the, the other thing i like is that the uh pinhead is conversational there's yeah. no you know uh freddie kind of is uh in terms of horror icons um but it's very obviously very one way in hellraiser i mean she's able to negotiate or figure out what they're after you know there's a back and forth right. yeah it's a it's a give up you can give this up or you can't kind of like, like there's almost a choice to it yeah that's, that's great uh I do okay. remember the dialogue being quite good between Pinhead um, and 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 that whole you know mm-hmm. you know if, yeah you may be able and to that stays something intact. that we want but um, we may just kill you just because yeah <laughs> we're not yeah we we're might not just move on. yeah <clears throat> but but yeah no but <laughs> Pinhead's interesting because as as it it well a Pinhead it's not human it it, right. it, it and it it speaks from a point of human beings being insects um but you know it's kind of like the greek gods they still have interests that we can kind of understand to a certain degree mm-hmm. and yeah you can yeah. have this back and forth and negotiation mm-hmm. going on that's a good that's a good analogy you know another one that i watched that uh, uh holds up really well is the gate um, uh, that's the one I was talking about during our stop motion episode. Do you know the yeah. bit I mean when the the, the, mm-hmm. the body falls forward and it breaks mm-hmm. into a million pieces? Mm-hmm. Um, how did that stand up for you after? Fantastic! All I like I'm like watching them. Like that does not look like stop motion. It's wild, like, it's isn't it? So so smooth. 
It's like it's ridiculous. Yeah. So there's like there's a couple scenes later, a couple shots later, actually not even scenes where you, it, you can tell it's stop motion. But even right. overall, right. it's it like I don't know what they did differently or how they shot it differently. Yeah. But uh, all the effects actually in that movie hold up surprisingly well. Oh, that's good uh, to hear. That's uh, good. Yeah. Although I was laughing at uh, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Steven Dorf, you know, is the main kid in that. And he's supposed to be like, what, 10? <laughs> and then uh, the movie came out in 88. Then 10 years later, Blade comes out and he's the, you know. The villain. Uh, the villain in that. And he looks like he's, you know, 50. And it's like, wow, that guy had a little 10 years of hard living. I mean, you look at the series. Look at, look at, just look at Steven Dorf, 10 years old or, you know, 88 to 98. And you're just like, wow. Not kind to himself, or maybe he was. I don't know. Right. It may be too much. And maybe he found a puzzle Angeles box. Kind of way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, by the way, just jumping back to when he when he watched it, um, how how did uh, how did scanners hold up? Very well. Uh, you know, it's just my uh, inside. As you know, yeah, it's, it's just everybody's. You know, the 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 main guy is you know is a little wooden, but he's supposed to be too so it, you know it's that weird thing and sometimes in Cronenberg films he gets some performances that just kind of you know as you mentioned you just kind of shake your head at or it's kind of like why <laughs> you know his, his his delivery is very like okay they got this guy off the street and then here's all these other accomplished actors and his um, yeah his older movies especially yeah where exactly he, he, they, yeah it, it is pretty clunky sometimes but uh yeah but otherwise no it holds up it holds up exceptionally well. It's, uh... Yeah, just thinking of Michael Ironside, it was great to see him recently in Nobody. Did you did you see that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, just a like, nice oh, little side. Yeah, yeah, he's he's still around, and 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 he did really well in the part as well. Oh yeah, it's perfect. You know that we've got. I uh, know we got. Although we kind of talked a little about the the last couple subgenres we we're going through on that list, but uh, the other one to talk about, new one that. Uh, I really enjoyed was the werewolf by night. I am going to be watching uh, shortly after this episode. Okay. You know, maybe we can get into it, you know, cause it's, uh, the, uh, the t- I was sold on it from the trailer, the, the, the trailer. Looked yeah. Great. Um, and it had the, the thing is that carries through it does the entire oh, episode. Wow. It's, uh, yeah, I, it's remarkable. It's so well done. It, it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, let's let's pin that a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is it what, what is 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 that all your movies for this week? Wow. <laughs> well, that's not all of them, but that's the majority yeah. of the ones. The, the other one, though, that I would bring up, and it was one I, I opposed to you about to talk about, hmm. uh, was uh, movies that are just great to watch, but that are absolutely awful, have no redeeming value otherwise, except for pure, and I wouldn't say entertainment, it's just like more of your forced entertainment, or something like that, and that was this one, uh, I watched it on Shudder, because I'd heard about it before, uh-huh. um, and I compared it to this other movie that I'll talk about briefly, but uh, it's called Blood Beat, which Blood is set in, it's like 1980, 81, rural Wisconsin, and a woman goes home with her boyfriend, for Christmas and uh, she and the mom immediately don't get along, but there's some weird psychic thing going on with them. Mom's this painter. They don't know where her painting images come from. Well, and again, this is about, I'm working with the best explanation I can from what's given in the movie. Basically there's a uh, a suit of samurai armor 
in the in the house and it animates through this new woman that's shown up and as it kills she orgasms but then mom can fight it with these psychic lightning bolt sort of laser beams which then apparently others in the family have but they don't want to talk about so sort of sounds like if big trouble in little china was a horror and you just jettisoned everything awesome about that movie uh, and because <laughs> it is just like you're just it, it, it's one of the things obviously they shot it very cheaply right. uh no actors in it uh, or if they were they were like you know i started music man when i was 16 um <laughs> yeah. in high school uh you know something like that it, it's just it's strung together you know everything about it pretty much everything about it is sloppy but, you know, there's an earnestness to it where they're trying, you know, they're clearly, you know, somebody had a vision for this. I don't know what it was. Um, and because the story makes zero sense, the kills make zero sense. Like why it kills, the, the creature kills who it kills and why a samurai <laughs> and why it's connected to this woman. And why does she have to, you know, orgasm every time it kills someone? Someone in the production uh, team had a suit of samurai armor. Exactly. Someone said, like, hey, we can build a story out of that, you know. <laughs> I'm like, well, no, you can't. But you did. Um, well, it's funny. You can have movies that are a mess that completely hang together. Um, I, I mean, in some ways, if you think about the reanimator movies, it's kind of a miracle those movies do hang together. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, totally. But, you know, like like this, you know, this one, you know, as terrible as it was, I would sooner sit through, you know, that hour and a half than two and a half hours or whatever of any Transformers movie. Oh. I mean, or any Rob Zombie fucking goddamn piece of garbage. <laughs> I'll tell you um, what else I prefer those movies to. They're the overproduced mm-hmm. horrors. Because overproduced mm-hmm. horrors take it to a point where it is so, and you can see it's overproduced, you know, immaculate, amazing on screen, but you need that grit. I, I know I keep coming back to this, the, to, to get the, the, to make it convincing and get that tone right for horror. And I can think of a couple of movies where I went in uh, quite excited about it, um, but then came out, just went, meh, you know, that was all right, but not as good as it should have been. Um, and that one of the first one is Crimson Peak, which mm. just, uh, it, it just, it was just kind of okay. I was, I, I just had higher expectations, but it, everything was so clean. It was almost like uh, from, from the Dick Tracy movie or something like that. It was it just, everything was produced. The clothes were too clean uh, and, you know, everything was just a bit too perfect. Um, I, I, I don't, I'm not sure if you, you know what I mean, but, but, but where you can see it's so produced, it almost sort of feels like a stage play and, I just don't, you know, I, th- I think that's one of the, the, one of the ways that they cheat around that sometimes is using the shaky cam to make mm-hmm. it feel more immediate. But if you don't have that, then a lot of it is down to sort of lighting and atmosphere and things like this. But, you know, I, I, I don't think that movie uses color very well. There's a lot of color in that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it doesn't quite click. And there's another one. This is going a bit further back. I'm not sure what year it was. Um, but Stoker. Not familiar with that one. It's not ringing any bells. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to think who was in it. Um, the 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 girl who played um, uh, Alice in Wonderland 
uh, in the Tim Burton version. Oh yeah, the um, one from it, Crimson it, Peak. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's it's preceding that, and um, you know, it's from Park Chan Wook. <laughs> you know, from he's the director of Old Boy, doing his first English language um, as well, and that alone, you know, gets your expectations up. It's got Nicole Kidman in it, um, but you know, it's Park Chan Wook. <laughs> You know, um, you you know, and and the movie preceding it was Old Boy, right? And 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 and, and, oh, he's doing a horror in English, and you know, the only horror in it is that it's kind of bland, really. Um, You can definitely, looking back, it probably was studio interference that kind of clipped his wings Mm -hmm. a bit too much, Uh, and there's probably a reason why he never did another English language movie again after that. Yeah, (laughs) that makes sense. Right. Let's uh shall we shall we jump back onto our genres? Yeah. Uh where did we leave off? Where did we leave off? Is it survival horror, I think we got to after supernatural? Because it was like uh yeah. we did su- we pretty much did supernatural to death. We yeah, because it was brought up like three different ways already as well. Um but yeah, survival horror. Yeah. Uh, the um the the last of it's us it's an all horror survival horror i mean i know what they mean by <laughs> it but you know it's one of those things yeah. uh well we got the uh the the new last of us series which is looking pretty promising from the makers who did um uh chernobyl and uh, i don't know if you've seen the trailer to that but that looks that looks great mm. got high hopes for that nice no the uh yeah, the survival horror, you know, usually for me, that's a, a video game uh, genre, not yeah. necessarily. I don't think of it as a movie genre, but it's usually the the post-apocalyptic thing is like. That's what I think uh, of, yeah. yeah. Although, you know, you could put something like 30 Days of Night, I think you could throw into that. Because oh, sure. it is about how they actually managed to survive for a month, you know, in this in this vampire apocalypse that's very localized. You know, yeah. it's, it's a you know, it's a it's very contained perspective to it. But you know, um, you know, that's the thing. A lot of think like a, a, a lot of sci-fi titles seem to relate more to be survival horror because the you know the idea that uh, uh, the tension is like because it's due to the environment, right? There's something that's gone wrong. Yeah, alien, and, alien. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Uh, predator, prey, uh, both yeah. of those. Um, you know, those have a much more, it's not just a matter, you know, you can't escape. And so you can, and you just have to survive. You might not even be able to fight back that well, you know, you know, that's to bring in the point of alien, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they try to fight it and they can't, they just have to try to survive it, outsmart it, get lucky, you know, something like that. Did you ever see uh, when a Ty West earlier movies called Trigger Man? No. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I, I'd recommend watching it. It's um, from 2007, and it's about this, uh, and I really can't tell you very much about the movie, but um, <clears throat> it, partially based on a true story kind of thing. Uh, maybe that's <laughs> uh, that's like the Fargo uh, legend. But, right. but, but the, these, guy, these buddies go out 
hunting and it's 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 done so well you you're really sort of convinced these are these are friends they're doing this sort of uh yearly kind of get together to go hunting they haven't seen each other because they've all gone to, to college and all this and they're back and the three of them go out and um they the they start getting well s- something happens at some mm-hmm. point and in 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 Thai west fashion it happens without warning and suddenly and the tone suddenly shifts completely somewhere else. Um, but it's called mm-hmm. Trigger Man. Well worth watching. Um, I think it's one of his better movies, actually, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably better than the Western. <laughs> and, and and I would say it's a horror and probably a survival horror as well. Um, mm-hmm. Even though it's not the whole world, it mm-hmm. is pretty much the world of everyone in the movie. Um, so, Okay. Good to know. Yeah. I'd say between that and... Uh... Also, throw in like cabin fever uh, or something like that. Where yeah, a, yeah. An outbreak. Those are certainly. Uh, but you know, even then, yeah, you know, the thing survive. I would say that's survival horror. Uh, you know, it's yeah. but it's weird that it bends more to the science or science fiction. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm looking at a list here of screen rants top ten, and God, it's all over the place. Half of this I wouldn't <laughs> even consider horror. Um, well, they're listing some things like The Mist, which again is that post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah, sure, that's fine. survival. I get it. Um, but then or they not. have <laughs> Crawl, uh, which is a great movie, oh. by the way. I just yeah. don't think no, that's definitely movie. yeah. With yeah. the uh, what's her butt from uh, Rings of Power? Yeah, yeah. With the, the lead uh, in that. Yeah, the, the the alligator crocodile. I think it's, uh, but that's a that's a great great from movie. I think well, and that brings up somebody. Um, uh, oh, the uh, Aja or Aya. I don't know how you say his last uh-huh. name. The the director of that, who's uh, you look at uh, High Tension, his remake of Hills Have Eyes, even like uh, P two or uh, uh, was it Mirrors, things like that. Those all have kind of survival horror. That seems to be kind of his shtick well if you're good at it uh, you know yeah exactly uh, <laughs> see, it seems uh seems to run current throughout that that's an interesting thought yeah oh interesting let's see there's a there's another one here from uh okay i'm learning about a lot of new websites i've never seen before like creepy <laughs> catalog um <laughs> They mentioned Alien. I actually, that's one thing I've, I've noticed is 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 a lot of these are are mentioning Alien. Um, Twenty eight days later, of course, I think we touched upon. Yeah. Um, oh, Open Water. Yeah. Oh, that's, sure. Uh, that that mm-hmm. I suppose that's survival. The Descent. Yeah, I suppose. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Although, well, yeah. I mean, usually oh, survival the- horror. Somebody survives, but you know. It's, the ritual. It's, I guess. I guess it's how you survive, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of the Brazil ending, you know, idea. I mean, in in if you're not, you know, still within the confines of society, be that because you're out in the middle of nowhere or you're 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 isolated somewhere else, then yeah, it turns into survival horror, I suppose. Um, did you see the ritual? Um, it's a British movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's listed here. That's a great movie. That and that has that a follow. great monster in it as well. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> and very happy that they didn't make a sequel to that. <laughs> um, wow, there's some other movies here I haven't heard of before. Uh, Underwater from 2020, uh, starring Kirsten Stewart. Oh, that one's good, actually. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's you know, it's not great. It's not anything new, but you know, 
uh, it's, it's uh, what it becomes and uh, sort of thing. And unfortunately you got to deal with TJ Miller in it, but, um, <laughs> uh, uh, but no, it's actually a surprisingly good little, uh, gets in and, uh, you know, kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, the abyss meets the descent All right. uh, to it. It's, it's actually not bad. And she's actually, you know, pretty good in it. And the reason she's the kind of that distant or, uh, more stoic kind of thing, you know, it's explained why. And, and it starts off, it launches you straight in the action. There's very little setup because it's okay. like, well, you know, you're underwater, you're way underwater, oil rig platform thing and mm. go like, and it does <laughs> like, it's right. literally like, that's how the movie starts. Uh, so that's impressive on its own, but the effects are good. Uh, the story's pretty, pretty well done overall. I mean, is it the best movie? No, but it's hmm. surprisingly more entertaining than you think it would. Better than a Transformers movie. Better than anything Michael Bay or Rob Zombie put together have ever done with their measly, worthless, pathetic little lives. <laughs> Someone needs to take their cameras away. Um. Exactly. Lock them in a dungeon. Not the cameras. Yeah. Them. We'll, we'll take those. Um. <laughs> put them to good use. Cool. Well, I think uh, yeah, I think we've already touched on survival horror to a certain degree as well. Yeah. These overlap quite a bit. The next one, mm-hmm. though, kind of stands on its own, pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. True crime. Yeah. Uh, as horror, though, that that that's uh, that's the trick. I suppose there is a fine line between sort of thriller and horror sometimes. And this is, yeah, trying to. I mean, it's very premise is kind of has that arrogance of like, oh, this is even though closer to real life, or yeah. you know. Uh, this actually happened or, you know, a version of this happened or, you know, something like that. So yeah, they call out serial killer films, but you know, you start, but if you do that, then you're looking at, you know, what uh, serial killer movies inspire or serial killer stories inspired, you know, certain movies, uh, yeah. you know, like, uh, like psycho well, or, uh, Ed Guy. Uh, yeah, exactly. How, how, Ed, how, Ed, how many iterations have we had from like Leatherface to Texas you know, Chainsaw or exactly. the, uh, Oh, the Scottish family, that uh, the cannibal family, you know, that's Hills Have Eyes. And Hills Have Eyes, yeah. Any other, you know, number of, again, kind of Texas Chainsaw as well. But yeah, the but then uh, you get into like uh, Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer. Yeah, um, I, I, I remember watching that the year it came out and <laughs> thinking... I will never watch that again. But like, that was great. Uh, I'm never watching this again. Yeah. But it, but it, it was great. And, and, and recently I, I stumbled across it on, on television. It was at a particular point and I had forgotten how strong the dialogue was mm-hmm. in that movie. Like it, it does pull you in, but yeah. <laughs> well, and it does the, it manages the balance uh, so that it doesn't, I think because of that, because of the performances, because of what, they choose to focus on it doesn't become the exploitational uh yeah. you know the exploitational move which a lot of them feel then they just feel kind of gross feel kind of greasy um you know you're just you're just there it's it's voyeur porn right it's just uh well yeah yeah um there, there were other movies that that at the time that that weren't as mature as Henry portrait <laughs> of a serial killer um right. I actually got a funny story from uh kind of must have been seven, eight years ago when I was in London and uh I was kind of rushing along the street and I ran into someone who just walked out of McDonald's with a mohawk and uh it was Michael Rooker. 
And, 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 and I could not for the life of me remember his name when I saw him, I felt like I, I needed to say something hey, and, you. and, you know, he just sort of patted my shoulders and let me on my way. And, uh, uh, Eventually, I found out that the reason that he had the mohawk is because he was there filming um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians, <laughs> yeah, nice. But yeah, I ran into Henry <laughs> coming out of a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that can, yeah, that could throw you. <clears throat> um, yeah, well, the the town that dreaded sundown. Hmm. Um, that would probably fit into this category if I recall correctly. Um. There's a lot of movies that are influenced by true crime. I don't think right. there are many that are successful in like completely sort of replicating it. I suppose, I suppose this week we've had um, the new Jeffrey Dahmer series come out. Um, right. And uh, uh, a couple of people asked me if I'd, I'd, I'd seen that. And I was like, well, no, not yet. It's not, it's, it's not really high on my list to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> But yeah, the things I've heard about it so far, I'm, you know, probably put me off for a little bit, you know. Yes, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's a 20 minute masturbation scene where he's watching uh, horror movies. It's like, I, yeah, I don't need to see that. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't need to see that. I like horror. I like horror. But uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't classify that as horror, though. Um, right. Might be a lot of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's the, uh, the and that's the thing with this particular thing. You know, I don't know why I'm, if I necessarily include it because I usually don't think of it as, as horror. I usually think of it as the police procedural or something like that because that's right. usually you know how it's balanced, uh, or it's something you know totally from the setting you know, perspective of the uh, of the serial killer. Yeah. Which then it's just again typically grossly exploitational, not. You know, you're just like, oh, you can slip into their shoes, but yeah. oh, you, and then you'll get out safely. It's like that's not the mm. point. You're picking the wrong people to uh, <laughs> to to uh, to do that with. It's not the not what we're going for here. Well, I I, I suppose just because we can doesn't mean we should. Yeah, would you consider Seven to be a horror? You know, that's the thing. It's got horrific elements, but it's more of a thriller and procedural thing, right? Mm, so, mm. Um, it, it it does have a lot of the 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 tonal. Uh, tonally, it's very yeah, tonally. It's, it's, very it's it is quite horror, right? Um, uh, and probably more so than his uh, entry in the Alien series, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that 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 entry. And I don't want to go off on this too much. That that entry in the Alien series actually had an interesting script because well, what it was it, supposed to be. Yeah, what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, and it just piece by piece started getting taken apart because it was meant to be everyone from the last movie survives. <laughs> They're in a forest planet. <laughs> which again was a new setting for alien. Um, yeah. All of it sounded really good and it, yeah, <laughs> it, it turned into something else and they went and yeah. Okay. On top of all these changes. Um, yeah. We're not going to get you a suit, but we'll CG's the big new thing. So we'll use that. Um, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll bring in some of the best British actors of the time. and Right. Right. And, completely yeah. wasted. The lot of them. <laughs> um, so bad. So bad. Yeah. Um, right. But speaking of uh, speaking of bad, you know, this is the one I uh, spoke of that uh, blood beat earlier. There's another one very similar. That's a, and this was a, this was the era when you would just pick something off the 
video rental shelf and just be like, yeah, okay, we'll give this a spin. Having and no idea, you know, just solely based on the cover work. Or- one reviewer gave it like <laughs> yeah. a decent, you know, three stars. Well, this <laughs> it's one, not- uh, this one, no one did. So we're yeah. safe there, <laughs> but it's called in the woods. And, you know, I know, I know it has the same name as a musical, but uh, this one's set in Minnesota. Okay. And two guys find two buddies are out and they find this um, skull and it's haunting them and bringing back this creature. And, that, and that's a basic story. So they have to fight it. It's just everything around that and the performances, the dialogue and everything around that is Ed Wood levels of, you know, it, it should be camp, but it's not. And that's what I think makes it funnier. Right. Tr- it's the Ed Wood thing. If you try so hard and fail so spectacularly, you know, there's an earnestness about it. That's just, you know, obviously a lot of these things are better to watch when you're loaded, but, uh, uh, but Gary, <laughs> you know, I, I, I still like busting that out, or you know, because especially if you watch it with anyone else, or you talk to anyone else that's seen it, you've got like instant connection, instant bond, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you suffered through this together, and after that point, it's like okay, you know, it's like you know, I've, <laughs> there's a lot of you know things I will jettison <laughs> in terms of. But what I need a movie to be, if you, you get into it, you're like, okay, I, okay, fine. This is this is this. So they're going to do that, and they're going to follow this pattern, or do, mm. well, yeah, whatever. But some that this so that they don't even hit that threshold; they just fall off. But it's doing something that you know, in this way, with this no budget, and you honestly have zero idea what the hell is going to happen because you don't think anybody mm. knows what's going on. Um, again, still. Still more, so the, you know, it's a favorite terrible movies because it's like, it, it, and it's one that's tough to recommend, but not tough to recommend. It's like, oh, you got to see this, but it's like, <laughs> oh, you should watch this. It's awful. I'm like, well, why are you recommending it? Because it's terrible. So you got to know, <laughs> but it's not terrible. Like it feels like you feel like you wasted your life for you know again. Yeah. Any any Rob Zombie movie, you feel like you've wasted your life, and he owes oh. us those hours back. Or- but. You know the tone has a lot to do with it. It, it 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 it's why after every sort of DC comic book movie on the whole, like the Justice League movies and the Batman and the Supermans that have come out over the last ten years, I feel like I've got a hole in my life. Like I, it, it's not even funny talking to people about it. It it just makes <laughs> makes me angry. It just gets um, anger. Yeah, I just get even more angry. Uh, please don't remind me of that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. But the same thing's true of comedy. Have you found that where where I will watch something and and it'll be the most ridiculous thing. And in my head, I find it funny, but I don't laugh out loud. But I come across someone else who's watched that weird little comedy I watched. Mm-hmm. And when we start talking about it, it st- starts hitting how weird and funny it was. And you end up, you know, laughing hysterically at that point. But yeah, you know, finding someone who's gone through that unusual experience with you is uh, it, it, sort of augments it doesn't it? it takes it to another level you know you can it's yeah. actually like that scene in jaws where you're comparing the scars on your body oh, this is where <laughs> i watched uh, this movie here really, uh... i managed to make it through this yeah, yeah. <laughs> i watched all three movies. intentionally yeah. <laughs> mostly sober yeah yeah it's a it's an interesting yeah because and, and again, it's that it, it, it points out, you know, it's one of the things, um, 
and you know, usually for those kind of movies, they're there's some kind of horror or sci-fi or something like that. So it's mm. you know, representing something film can do that no other media really can. Yeah. Uh, or you know, did I think there's you know probably uh, now it's uh, uh, morphed into uh, you know either an entertaining TikTok or YouTube video or something like that, where then you can see the popular, you know, something going viral for a good reason, because it's just something, uh, it, it just finds an, it's found another way to express or explore that, uh, that coming together over something awful. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although a lot of that's reductionary, you know, it's like, okay, you can watch, uh, you know, five minutes of clips from the, the Turkish star Wars or the Iranian Superman movie or something like that. But if you've sat through the whole thing, you've intentionally sat down and watched through an hour and a half or two hours of this. That's a whole other ball game. You were like on a different level. Yeah. I, I mean, I very Get rarely your battle coin or something. Very rarely don't finish a movie. Like I, I, it's, it's, it's kind of sacrosanct to, to kind of give a movie a chance until you get to the end. Yeah. But uh, probably the most awful horror experiences I had uh, in watching a movie was uh, the Batman v Superman. And I think I got halfway through that, which is, to be fair, was about three was hours. Like three hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I had to stop. It, 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 just, it just kept digging the hole deeper and deeper and deeper and getting further oh, sure. away. And uh, what about uh, what about favorite terrible though? Do you have any that you like could queue up to think you're like, man, this movie's awful. I can't recommend it, but it's awesome oh, to watch because it's... oh no, no, I've 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 got a whole list of those, and I think some <laughs> of them over time have, have have started to emerge as as becoming kind of cult classics. Sure. Um, you know, uh, you know, how Sue as well. <laughs> I, 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 th- I think, ink on a lot of levels, that is kind of awful. You know, the acting, the dubbing, you know, all of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not great. The special effects are, are, are wonky, but, but they're creative. You know, it's they went for it. They, they took yeah. the risk and they fell over a few times, but I completely <laughs> respect them for taking the risk. You yeah, know, sure. um, to, 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 to push it somewhere new. Um, yeah always got time for that yeah we could probably do a whole episode around those um i, I i'm gonna have to just start noting those down as as i remember them but yeah there, there are a lot of pepper movies. them in as we go you know? yeah well yeah maybe maybe it's a bit too much to take them all at once <laughs> <laughs> might be yeah yeah this is the anybody making a week <laughs> yeah, exactly not not that the episode's shitty it's yeah, the content yeah, yeah, no the no content. not the content either but what we're talking about is there we go um, Let's really qualify the hell out of it. Yeah, I, I actually sort of thinking about it. You know, um, I, I I was thinking about horror movies and some of the mainstream horror movies that have come out, and I think one of uh, so I've got three f- favorite movies uh, uh, from Tim Burton that that I that I really think are good movies, um, and they're Edward uh mars attacks which again is so ridiculous i don't know how it stays up mm-hmm. but i had such a great experience of watching that mm-hmm. in the theater and uh not knowing what it was about just <laughs> going in and watching it and the audience i was with just had a ball <laughs> a lot of fun uh but then sleepy hollow as well and um the reason that, that I really like Sleepy Hollow and I kind of was hoping that he was going to start leaning into horror more 
was as I remember being absolutely shocked that he had blood and lots of blood in the movie and uh, you know, really kind of, of, of catching that hammer horror feel. And um, I thought more of this please. Um, mm-hmm. But he gave up. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I, I think he, that was the movie where he just started to consistently make just awful movies yeah. um, from, from, from that point onwards. Um, but yeah, yeah. Just, just that, almost you know almost no color in the movie aside from the mm-hmm. red um and actually actually um uh hammer horror actually made a, a movie um that was it the woman in black mm-hmm. with uh, daniel radcliffe and i thought mm-hmm. that was very good as well um yes, it was. uh yeah really good um and then they made a knockoff sequel that was I, you know, I, I've not heard anything good about it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Wow. So we're going to have to come up with another theme next week. I think, I think we can keep the horror thing going. Uh, I think there's still a little bit more and we've got Halloween coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have some more time to catch up on some movies. And in fact, probably the next one will fall almost on or around Halloween. Close, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, and I wouldn't uh, mind, uh, yeah, doing exploring. Uh, thanks to the Werewolf by Night, uh, exploring the horror comic angle. Because yeah. I was uh, basically I was trying to kind of well mansplaining that a bit to my wife. She was very patient <laughs> with me, but but when I was a kid getting into comics, I'm like, oh, these superheroes, this is great. And then I found out, wait a minute, there's horror comics. There's oh comics with like monsters yeah. and like yeah. Dracula and werewolves have their own line. And they're well, not just everything we've seen before. Like, well, what as the hell kid, is that, this? That was the book. The books I used to always check out from the school library and grade school was there was a book of movie monsters and it was so great. And it had lots of pictures mm-hmm. in it. And it was <clears throat> all these essays uh, with a bunch of pictures in the middle, you know, the way that they, they used to do. And mm-hmm. there was a section on giant monsters, which had, you know, Godzilla and all these great, great cinematic giant monsters. And then had the classic era and then had like, like it just everything. It had all the creatures in it. And I, I remember just loving that. But then, yeah, like you say, like, like and recently they've been reprinting like ec comics and mm-hmm. and really nice hardcovers i wish i could afford them uh, but there's like a, they've, they've printed i'm sure at least two dozen already uh, oh, if yeah. not more yeah. i mean there's just tons mm-hmm. um but 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 they're terrific you know um I, I, you know, just thumbing through those, there's just such great ideas and imagery in them. And then Jinji Ito as well, you know, um, doing the sort of manga horror, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, a lot of fun. Um, so my son Jack has collected almost all of them. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going to have, you know, um, and he got one. Uh, so the one book that he did that wasn't horror actually is horror. And it's, um, uh, about his his two cats right and the, the the funny thing is is it's about him and he's the main he's the main character in the story but um he, out of the corner of his eye he'll he'll sort of hallucinate that his cats are doing something pretty evil you know like dropping something into his tea or the the black splodge pattern on the cat's back will look like a face <laughs> screaming um but it's it's laugh out loud funny while also being horrifying um it's 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 really good it's worth checking out all right cool 
Cool. And I think yeah. that just about takes us to the end here. What are you doing next time, week? Time, yeah. You're, uh, uh, you're so we're going to makeup trip. Finally, going to Denver. We don't smell our own crotches, we smell each other's crotches and it's a form of greeting. Two Oceans.